Megan Pearson and Dylan Coney on the Living Life Authentically podcast. Hi, welcome back. Um, last week of October, it's spooky season. Why is spooky season a thing? Spooky. I don't know. I <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, I, wait. Do you actually mean why is Halloween a thing, yeah. or why do I say it's? Spooky? I know how I. I can't remember the full story history but i know it was like something to do with like we don't care about the full history. whatever <laughs> halloween is never i get this is also because i grew up in like the middle of nowhere probably oh, so you did, did you not go into town to trick-or-treat like maybe a couple years what but more than did anything you dress up at school not at school no did you did your parents buy or make you halloween costumes some years some years we just didn't what have a costumes poor childhood you and had then we October. would go we would just go to like the <laughs> neighbors and like go that's, for visits and stuff that's not i know that's not the same but i just don't understand halloween i also hate everything to do with like oh, horror I, and like scary houses and or whatever the heck they call them i remember houses. like growing up like one when halloween actually was on a weekday at school and you had to dress up and it was just a write-off day and you candy and oh it was so good then just like going out at night kind of when it's sunset and you just go to all the houses in okotoks you know where there's good houses with good candies or sometimes pop cans <gasps> this was the best you really you have no idea what i'm talking about we like we trick-or-treated and stuff but it wasn't like a big deal at all i'm so sad for it was you. never something i was like looking forward to <laughs> whatever it's spooky season i'm excited okay. <laughs> dylan and i are gonna go to the costume shop this week hopefully before yep. halloween happens because i want to do a real cute like matching costume i don't i don't want it to be like cutesy i just want it to be like matching yeah so i don't know what we're gonna come up with but whatever we do find we'll you know post what? on our instagram page ryan my buddy ryan had a good idea he said that I should take the female role and you should take the male role. So I was thinking I'll be a maid, like a sex, sexy maid <laughs> or a nurse. What sexy I? nurse. I don't know. You could be like... Uh, you just want to be something sexy. Yeah, exactly. Just want to wear some lace, some lingerie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Keeping that in. Okay. Actually, we're really excited about today's uh, podcast. Yeah. Or I should say today's episode because we have a special guest on today. Yeah. Another guy that both Meg and I really look up to and have been following their journey for a while yep. um, through the local Calgary hospitality scene, which has been super cool. A really inspirational dude. Like we've had a lineup of inspirational people on the podcast. We had totally. Jim Crassman a couple weeks ago. Um, so yeah, this is Ronnie Mapumbwa and he is a bar owner in the city here, a DJ, many different things. And he's got more things that he's got planned that he's kind of hinted at, but didn't fully tell us what was going on. Yeah. So look forward to hearing about that. Um, in the past, he was a DJ that went by yeah. New Boy. And at the moment he is um like owner and manages uh shakalaka on 17th basically next door was the candy shop transitioning that into honey and we really wanted to have him on this week because um these so these episodes come out on tuesday so if you're listening to it today awesome um we wanted to have him on this week because technically then tomorrow on wednesday him and his family are going to be on family feud canada yeah (laughs) so we wanted to get him on this week so then we can tell you to go watch on tv so we're going to be having that conversation with ronnie um in a few minutes but of course what did we do this week dylan work more work i got a to-do list thing from chapters now i don't know about you but i will always kind of like around that september mark get a planner 
because I think I'm going to use the planner. And you never use it. No, because you know what it is? I get these planner books and then it has the dates in them and it'll be really good. I'll be like, oh, this day I have an appointment and this day I have this or going out for dinner or going on a date, whatever it may be. I'll put these things in the planner and I'll do it for like a month and then I just don't use it because then I just use my iPhone calendar, Mm -hmm. right? Just use the calendar app. And then that book is just a waste because I just don't use it for the rest of the year. However, I got this like to-do list pad and it's like a rip away thing. Okay, this is the best purchase of the month. Okay. Just wanted to share that with you. I will challenge you. I will personally give you a $50 bill if you can make use of half of that within a year. Okay. For 50 bucks? Because I don't think you're going to use more than 10 pages. Okay, shake on it. It's a left-handed shake. It doesn't count. Others. Right hand? Okay. Yeah. Also this weekend, uh, we did the Southern Alberta Loop is what I call it. Because I have lived in Medicine Hat. I've lived in Lethbridge. So I say that just as like a Southern Alberta, like little triangle loop there. Um, and we did it all in a day. We left Calgary at 7 a.m. We got to Medicine Hat. Then we went to Lethbridge. We stayed in Lethbridge for a while because we visited with some of our best friends. Not even that long, though. No, we didn't even visit for that long. And then we came up to Calgary. Reasonable why because you're like why the heck did you do that that's a boring ass drive totally is <laughs> but we put made by maggie into stores yep so um i'm really excited about this because i'm technically in seven so- stores which is kind of crazy <laughs> kind of crazy to think about honestly because a month ago i wasn't in any stores and now we're in yep. seven so if you're in medicine hat if you're in Leftbridge, uh nanton Cochrane or Calgary, there is a store in your area with my with my apparel. Like, mm-hmm. of course, you can go online to buy it too. But just saying, if you want to like see it in person, it's there. We're really yeah. excited about that. What else? We cleaned the entire house like to the bones yesterday. Wow, we're boring people. No, we needed to do that because because we've been so busy with the business and everything that our house has just been in shambles. So can I can I bring something up? Oh no. I want if you bring up the dishwasher. I am bringing up the dishwasher. Oh, I'm going to hit you with my notepad. Yes, I'm bringing up the dishwasher. You know why? Because, okay, we're going to make a debate on this. We're going to put it on the Instagram page. Okay. And I'm going to make a TikTok about it. Okay. Because you're wrong. No. You're so wrong. No, no. Okay, I can't really explain this. I don't care if you get three million views <laughs> and two two and a half million of those people agree with you, you're still wrong. I'm not wrong. I, okay, it's hard to kind of explain this right now, but when you when you load a dishwasher, yeah. it has to be like full. It has to be full for you to turn it on. No. You can't just be like once a day. You're like, oh, no. you know what? Those dishes have been there since last night. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the dishwasher. If on. it is at least seventy five percent full, no. Oh yes. God, no. If it is seventy five percent full, and I'm like going to bed, or I'm I know I'm not gonna be eating much that next day at home, or I'm gonna be leaving or something. You turn that bitch on. No, you don't. Yes. Can I tell you? I don't know if you remember this. Um, when we visited my grandma Bapsha, she turns the dishwasher on. I think only three times a month. Why? Because you gotta save water. For oh my gosh, it's water's expensive. not. It's not that expensive. But you can save money. Okay, anyways, this is going to be on our Instagram. Saving money money over stealing my joy of having (laughs) to do hand washing? Oh my God. No. No. Okay, you know what gets me is when you like. You don't even do the dishes. I know I don't do the dishes. So why don't you just let me do it my way? I will put them in the dishwasher and jam pack it. Do you know what gets me? Sorry, this is just, ooh, I am mm, on it. 
okay, when there's like a bowl, okay, everyone think about like a good popcorn bowl, okay? Nice. Popcorn? A good popcorn bowl. Think about it, okay? You visualize it, great. Now, it's a pretty hefty bowl. And for the most part, those type of bowls that we use probably do have popcorn in it. So, it's done with, right? And you're it's a dirty bowl now. Instead of putting that in the dishwasher, that's taking up so much space, you can quickly do a little washy rinsey put it on the drying rack but would you ever Boom. do that i have done it oh have you yeah i have you're gonna have to show me next time you do it Gladly. so you can prove it to me you know i understand if you're complaining about something that you are actively involved in but you never do the dishes so i have to do them so i can do them the way <laughs> i want to do them <laughs> And you shouldn't, you shouldn't be piping up from across the room saying, uh, did you turn that dishwasher on when it was not full? I told Dylan today, I'm like, you know what? Can we just have one kitchen argument? Like out of everything, I will, we should not like argue about how one is cooking the food, how we like put the, I don't know, groceries away in the fridge or the like pantry, not, not, none of that. But can we just have the argument no. about the dishwasher? No, because if I'm doing it, I should be able to do it the way that I want. That's the way you operate. You know, back when I was on radio, I remember I did a topic about if you put your cutlery face up or face down. What? So do you... Okay, you got a fork. Oh, in the dishwasher? Yeah, it doesn't you, matter. Why does it matter? It matters. Why? If you have a fork, up does, is, or down. Does it clean differently? If you have a knife, Does it up clean differently? Or down? Does Are it, you really answer not... Answer my question. Does, yeah. it add, does it clean differently? Y well, it doesn't clean differently, but if the knife and the fork's up... Stab! Blood! How about you just, death! Well, there wouldn't be death. But how about you just pay attention when you're grabbing it out of the dishwasher? Oh, you're choosing violence today and I just can't. No, I feel like you're choosing violence and I'm just defending myself because you crap on me for doing the dishes all the time. Wrong. <laughs> doing the dishes wrong. Or a way that you don't like me doing them. I'm, I'm sorry, but like, okay, this is last comments. Okay. You cannot turn the dishwasher on if it's not full. No. You have one last comment now. No, that's your last comment. No, that's that's it. No. Great. <laughs> Thanks for listening to us talk about our kitchen problems. <laughs> breathe. Remember you did that like two weeks ago. You're like, Megan, breathe. <gasps> that's how you breathe. You're like, breathe. And I'm like, I don't want to breathe. How does that feel now? If I am in charge of doing something, I'm being as calm as I can with this. If I am in charge of completing a task or doing anything, regardless of what it is, if you have assigned it to me or you're saying, hey, can you do the dishes? Hey, can you fold the laundry? Hey, can you do this? If it is not inherently changing your life or the way that your day is going, if it's going to ruin your day. Is this your last statement or not? not? If it's not going to ruin your day then it is none of your business how I complete the task. Okay, done. That's it. No more. Okay. Well, let, let the, people the people of social decide. <laughs> you bet you all better be on team Dylan cuz no. I am right. Team Megan. Okay. Okay. Um <laughs> we got to we got to get into our interview now. It is really good, we promise. It's really motivational. Um just to hear his story, we won't get into it too much because we want you to just listen straight from Ronnie. So, here we go. 
So today we're um, talking with Ronnie Mapamba on the Living Life Authentically podcast. And honestly, Ronnie, the only two things I know about you is that you own a kick-ass bar on 17th. You opened another kick-ass bar on 17th. <laughs> There's three things. And you're on Family Feud, which is awesome. Family Thank Feud you. Canada. So yeah, tell us a little bit more about yourself and the local businessman that you are in Calgary and how that journey kind of came to be, how you ended up in that scenario. And uh, yeah, tell us a little bit, bit about yourself. So hello, hello, hello. Hello, <laughs> I really feel very honored to be featured on this. So my name is Ronnie Mupambwa. I actually moved here from Zimbabwe when I was like 17 years old. This is almost 13 years ago now. And uh, I went to school over here, finished my high school. And I actually had a scholarship in electronic engineering. So I was doing while I was still in high school, actually, because the scholarship made me have to do both right away. <laughs> I kind of had to do both and work at the same time. So I used to work overnight and then, you know, go to high school in the morning and then go to university, like in the afternoon and then work at night. Yeah. Uh, I always had a passion for music. I, you know, I wasn't like a professional DJ in Africa, no, but <laughs> I, always had a, I always had a passion for music. I used to collect music since I was like a kid. My mom loves music. It's kind of a family thing where, you know, we always love to throw parties, get people together, make sure people are having fun, make sure people are enjoying themselves. So yeah. always wanted to make sure everybody was good. Yeah. Um, so when I moved here, I had an opportunity with uh, my uncle, who I met at a Christmas party, like an African Christmas party that I went to. And I was asking them if they had uh, some songs, right, which were brand new from home. And he was like, no, we don't have the songs. And I was like, and then he asked me, well, do you have the song? I'm like, yeah, I have these songs. So he's like, well, why don't you come play, right? And uh, I was trying to figure out how to use this DJ equipment in Canada a few <laughs> a few weeks after I arrived here, you know? Oh, so wow. my uncle then was like, you know, well, I like this because I kind of got the party bumping in a different way than they've always had the parties yeah. going, those type of parties. So they're like, maybe you should come uh, check out some of these parties that we throw sometimes. So they took me to some parties that they were used to do. And, you know, I started sharing music and just learning different things from them. And so I didn't really have a DJ name. So I was always that new kid, that new boy, you know, and then <laughs> that's that's where the name DJ New Boy came from because they didn't have a name for me. I was just this new boy just that was new running, yeah. running <laughs> around, you know, and then sit in the corner once things start because I was still too young. So they couldn't really have me running around because they're worried, like, what's going to happen with this African, you know, just running around. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I started going to the whiskey and uh, I used to go upstairs at the whiskey and just look at the DJ, hang out there and watch the DJ play. And then one time the DJ wasn't feeling so well. So you wanted to go downstairs to the washroom. So he asked me, hey, man, I, I you know, I know that you're always hanging out here. Can, can you change the song for me while I go downstairs? And I was like, yeah, of course. So the guy went downstairs and, you know, I changed the song for him. And then he actually came back and stayed in the room oh, okay. uh, to see what I was going to do, right? When the next, oh, song, yeah. next chance came for me to play the next song. But because I had been watching this guy for so long, I was learning so much, right? I mean, I didn't have a laptop. I was just a guy with CDs. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, to cut the story short, the guy was in there and he left me playing for the rest of the night. And then he was like, listen, you did me a favor. Why don't you come, you know, next week and I'll, uh, maybe you can play earlier before I start playing when it gets busy. So go for me. And then after some time, I started infusing a little bit of my uh, 
my my vibe into it. A lot of more people that were welcoming that type of vibe, they started coming to the place. And so it started getting busier and busier and the place was getting lined up inside the club just to come. Yeah. I was playing it. And then the guy started teaching me outside of whiskey too as well. And good enough for him to say, you know what, I'm going to let you be the DJ now. So he stepped aside and, you know, that was it for me. And yeah. then after the whiskey closed, I started continuing throwing my own parties. Uh, one thing led to another. Being a promoter, I started doing, you know, different concerts, artists. And I owned um, a liquor store after that. And then I was involved in some nightclubs. And then, you know, COVID came around, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then everything stopped. And during <laughs> that time, I had to find a way to basically revamp myself or take it to the next level, right? And I, mean, yeah. I had already been told, fortunately, at church that, you know, stuff like that was going to happen. So yeah. when it came, I just knew that it was, it was meant to be. So regardless of COVID, I mean, I was always meant to be where I'm at today. I, I didn't have, I don't think I had an option. I think it was already no. for me. You know, so that's why it kind of all worked out so well. So what we've learned already about you is that you're a hustler, even at 17, doing like school, university work. And then you move up to that where you don't stop. You learn from other people around you and your surroundings to then, you know, gain these skills, gain these successes and you just move up. That's so cool. It's the snowball theory. You just keep building and building and building and building, right? Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. So it was almost like, yeah, one thing led to another for you to, yeah, be a promoter um, and then, well, doing DJing, being a promoter, and then now, like we said, COVID's hit, and you've opened some restaurants, right? So is that kind of like COVID almost pushed you to that decision to open up Shakalaka and now Honey as well? Yeah, so so what's interesting is, you know, I always actually had a passion to do stuff that involved food. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. I'm not saying I, I love food. I mean, I used to. <laughs> I eat a lot more than I do now, but I always wanted to have that fusion, right? Because mm-hmm. one thing that made me so successful was I didn't care what people's backgrounds were, right? Mm-hmm. I played music for everybody I like to believe, yeah. whether it was Caribbean music or it was like North American style pop or it was African music or it was Latin music. I tried to infuse different cultures. Part of it was because I had a hard time being, you know, accepted over here because mm-hmm. of who I was, you know what I mean? And so I always wanted to create that space where everybody would come there and enjoy themselves. And, you know, one thing that doesn't pick a color or, or or pick a side is music, food, and drinks and the yeah. good time, right? And so I knew that the music side I had that covered, but one of the other biggest things is obviously drinks and food. I mean, infusing those two things with music on top, it's like a it's like an amazing thing. So I knew, you know, moving forward as I try to grow my 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 like my my little hospitality thing that I'm building, you know what I mean? I knew that it was very important for me to to start to go going that direction as opposed to, you know, specifically focusing on nightclubs, right? Especially how volatile they can be sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And we don't think your your little hospitality project is little by any means. <laughs> um, because we always see, at least on social, of course we follow your accounts, but yeah. we see other accounts posting about Chocolaka and now Honey and everything that you're doing is just seeming to like, you know, it is just the start in that sense where it is small right now because it's the beginning. But 
um, yeah. we definitely see um, the potential of what you are trying to create, which is so cool. So with those uh, two restaurants that you have now and like the, the life that you've kind of lived working, hustling and working your way up into the hospitality industry, what are some of the hurdles other than COVID? I know COVID's a hurdle for everybody, but you started yeah. your businesses in the middle of it. But what, what other hurdles have you conquered in your life or what hurdles have you seen that um, you've jumped over and what have what has helped you get over those hurdles that you've experienced in your life? I think, I mean, you know, there's a few things, you know, one is just being, being confident in myself mm. right, that mm. I have what it takes. Mm-hmm. Uh, two was just being mature, you know, and having the, the wisdom, right? I mean, yeah. I, I came from Africa. I didn't grow up over here, right? And so everything was completely new to me. You know, I was that outside guy for the longest time. So a lot of things I had to learn the hard way, right? If I had yeah. knowledge that I have now, five, six, seven, eight years ago, I'll be in a completely different place. Right? <laughs> yeah. But I didn't have the knowledge that I have. I didn't have the experience that I have, which I guess comes with time. Right. But sometimes if you are around people that have been through a lot of those things, you know, it, it, it helps you move forward even faster, right? You know, I'm a, I'm a man of faith too as well. And mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest things that I, I always believed in God from many years ago, but not to the level that I had to believe in him when, when I hit rock bottom, right? right? Which happened a few times in the hospitality industry, you know what I mean? Like something happens, things go down, right? Sometimes they can go down like this. I mean, look at COVID. Everything yeah. shut down and you have no job. You have no life anymore, yeah. right? And it's like, I've been through those phases now a few times that, I have built my foundation on so many mistakes, uh, which, you know, I mean, if you fall the way that I have fell, to be able to, you know, grow from that is is big. Like the foundation yeah. built, it doesn't matter, right? Like when something like COVID comes, of course it sucks, but it doesn't take you away from, you know, your foundation, which is understanding that, you know, everything that's bad will pass. Uh, and everything that's good is meant for you and it will come and it will forever be for you. Amen. So, <laughs> like hurdles, I guess. Yeah. And then what I've had to do is just being confident in myself and above everything, just to put God in front and understand he guides me through everything and I can be anything that I want to be. I'm the biggest limitation to myself. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you in Canada, the sky is the limit. You can be anything that you want to be, anything that you want to be. As yeah. long as you're ready to work for it, you can be anything that you want to, for sure. But I like how, like, everything that you've just said about that definitely is coming from a faith-driven man. It's interesting because we didn't, like, of course, when we do these podcasts and interviews, like, we have, like, a list of questions that we kind of just want to mm-hmm. go through. But it's so cool because we never want to talk about, like, religion of what do you believe or whatnot. But it's so cool that you are so open and, right, like, we're, we're Christians. We believe in God. So it's nice to see, like, for yeah. you running all these businesses, you still, of course, it comes to like finances and money and we got to make a profit and we got to do this, 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 but at the, still at the end of the day, at the top of your list, you want to make sure that you are, you're not only making sure you're doing what's best for you, but you're making sure and listening to God and saying, Hey, like what, what am I supposed to do? Show me yeah. what I'm doing. And if something messes up, this is a lesson. And you don't say, 
oh, good, great. Now this, I'm at the bottom. Like you, you realize that there is a lesson from everything that happens mm-hmm. and you learn from them, which is so cool to hear. Yeah, exactly. No, it's, it, to, to be honest, I mean, there's the human side of me, right? I would love to say, you know what? I mean, I had a problem getting financing from, you know, the banks. Nobody had money for me. You know what I mean? Things were so hard. And, you know, I've, I've gone through it all. If I knew God the same way that I know him now, I would have never gone through that. Or maybe I would have gone through it and I wouldn't have been, you know, deep down in it for that long because I was busy trying to map my life and find a direction when I can really determine my future. God does, right? Yeah. Mm. But a lot of that is activated by how strong my faith is. Yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, that makes makes perfect sense. Because I think think us right now, personally, us two are kind of going through that. We're like, what do we want to do with our lives? What what direction do we want to go with like business and, you know, life and uh, buying a house maybe? Where do we want to live? That kind of stuff. And ultimately, like if you just trust God and let it let go and let God, as they say, that stuff will figure itself out. It's not easy. No, no, it's not easy. But that's but that's ultimately the way that we should be living our lives, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's cool. I like I like how you said that, and I like what you said about having a firm foundation built on God and your mistakes, like the mistakes that you've made and the things that you've learned. That being your foundation, I really like that. What you said about that. What advice would you have for entrepreneurs who, you know, like looking back when you were like 17, 18, like what advice would you give that young Ronnie, but also younger people in general wanting to start their own business and wanting to start their own adventures. Yeah. Um, What advice would you give? I think likewise, like I just said, first is 100% put God in front. Yeah. Mm. Second thing, you have to be able to follow your dream. Not not because yeah. the money makes sense, right? I remember when I was 17, 18, I wanted to be an engineer because I looked at how much they made and I was like, this makes sense for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I, I wanted to live my life based on a, a number, but you can live your life based on a number, right? So if you're an entrepreneur, what's really motivating you to be an entrepreneur? I mean, it's good to have people that you look up to, but you can't make those people your complete idols because you just trying to be you're just trying to live their dreams right yeah to have your own dreams you have to have your own goals right so the biggest thing is to also find yourself who are you right and and, and what you want out of your life and essentially draw a map right and sometimes maybe it doesn't mean that you know exactly how you're gonna get through it right but you know okay this is me starting from point a to point z i have no idea what's going to happen at f or i have no idea what's (laughs) going to happen at m but guess what i am going to do my best to get to b and then when i get to b i'm gonna get to c and sometimes maybe i don't even know d is coming but i know that eventually i need to have a z meaning you have a plan and a goal Mm. Right. I never had that because my motivations were, were so mixed up. Right. Because mm-hmm. I, one, I was trying to make sure that, you know, I was the, the, the nice guy that left Africa, came to Canada, became an engineer. You know what I mean? And I was trying to define my success based on what people thought was like success. Right. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I wanted to be 
a DJ and enjoy my, <laughs> you know, what I like, which was music. Yeah. And, and I never understood the power of following your heart mm. and following your dream and, and, and knowing that money will come after, right? And so I would always say to the young entrepreneurs, don't worry about the money. The money will come, right? Mm. But follow your dream first before anything, because it is when you are at peace that you can be creative, right? Because you know, you're not essentially trying to fight for, for money. Now you're fighting for your peace. And when you fight for peace, you can go anywhere. You can be anything when you you finding peace. I like that. I like that. Okay, so coming up this week, which is super exciting that (laughs) some people may not know about, but you and your family are going to be on Family Feud uh, Canada. So you've already done the filming, so it's going to be, I guess, premiering um, on TV this Wednesday. We just want to hear about that experience because that's so cool. Yeah. You know what? I've I've been to a lot of. Uh, I mean, I've had a lot of interviews, and I've been on TV a lot of times, radio a lot of times, and I've done concerts and shows and festivals where I'm in front of thousands of people. But I have to tell you, I've never <laughs> felt so. I don't know if I don't know if it's nervous. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a whole different ball game, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole different ball game. I mean, it's the most amazing experience that I've ever had in like in my life when it comes to like production and stuff. It's yeah. it's amazing for me and 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 what made it so special too was, you know, me and my family we work like crazy, right? And yeah. so for us to actually be to travel, that was the first time I traveled with my family together ever. Oh. Wow. Some of my family usually travel, they'll fly, they go out of the country but I'm working or maybe I'm traveling they're working but this was the only time right that we managed to actually travel and be on a plane together as a family ever that's super cool yeah Yeah. it's amazing but yeah no family feud oh my (laughs) amazing it's funny and so last question we'll ask you Ronnie I know you just launched Honey but and that's probably like the main focus right now of you know building that up so what is next for you looking into the future Um, I mean I, I do have some projects that literally just opened. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, and, you know they'll be out. They'll be out soon, but I'm I'm, I'm kind of taking a little bit of a backseat on that, uh, mm-hmm. which is probably something that we'll be doing moving forward. It's just gonna focus on working and 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 you know taking a step back as opposed to being the face as much. Yeah. But we're going to continue to to expand in the hospitality industry and probably diversify the portfolio a little bit doing other things in and around the hospitality industry. So I think that's probably the biggest thing. And you know what? I, I, I need to make time to actually enjoy and have fun. It's a, something that I don't do as much as I should. Mm. But yeah, I mean, business-wise, we're going to keep moving. We're just getting started. So I think just this just popped into my head. I think for <laughs> Halloween this year, you need to like wear the outfit you wore for like Family Feud. Have your little tag there you on there too. Yeah. And then like <laughs> on Wednesday, like have all the TVs in your restaurant playing Family Feud. Yeah. And people who maybe don't know the situation situation they're like why are we watching family feud like it's chocolate like that would be so good that just we we were actually planning on doing like a like a viewing party right oh sweet a lot lot of friends are like oh man i can't wait so i think it'll be nice and and fun for us to do something so we'll we'll probably work on something like that thank you so much for joining us uh we've we've been like followers of you for a while and i know megan and you have talked lots and it's been really
really cool to come check out your projects. Like Chocolat is a great restaurant and the candy shop, which is now, you know, transitioning into honey. It's been, it's been really cool to see your journey and I'm excited to see where you go. And thank you so much for your great, uh, honest answers and the wisdom that you already have and like the passion that you have is really contagious. So thank you for joining us. Today. Thank you so much. So much for having me guys. What a great interview. What a great chat yeah. we had with Ronnie. Again, thank you so much to him. I know he's going to be listening to this episode and all his friends and family. So yeah. thank you so much, Ronnie, for letting us chat with you. I know you're a busy man. We're really excited to watch Family Feud and see your family and you on it. So thank you so much. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram at Living Life Authentically Podcast and follow along on Spotify or Google. Give or us a review. Apple or any of the streaming platforms. Um, and have a safe and happy Halloween and eat too much candy and have a great week eat too much candy yeah like i'm telling people to eat too much candy all right because <laughs> that's like allowed this week Deal. anyways have a good week bye